the freaking donkey with the carrot. Yeah. Like just going for the carrot, going for the carrot, going for the There's a time that the donkey's going to be like, you know what? Forget this carrot. I don't yeah. even want this carrot anymore. Yeah. Like take the carrot and shove it up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Welcome to the Creating Love Together podcast. We are your host, Tim and Jamie Holloway. And we come at you twice a week, giving you the lowdown on everything. Everything. That sounded juicy. It did. <laughs> I'm going to start again because I'm still fired up from that last podcast we did. <laughs> holla, holla. So if you haven't listened to our last um, episode that we did, um, go check it out. I don't know what the name is because we're so fired up. We're just recording another one. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, go check out the previous episode. It's all about excuses and, and, um, and holding on to lies and, and all of that. So, yeah. and if you haven't done good. so already, I just want to encourage you, um, the intimacy fitness, intimacy fitness, give them the link. Honey, oh my because gosh. This yes. is going to be powerful for people like, I don't know why if you've given the option to let your marriage die or to fix it, why you wouldn't choose to fix it and learn the skills. Even if it does fail, you can go into your new relationship with a newfound wisdom. So either way, it's yeah. a win-win. Learn how to create this intimacy fitness. What you, is the link again? So I'll give it in just one second. You have to understand, like, we're picky. We are so picky about content we put out there. Um, we're not going to just endorse any program because we're building our own. And we're going to be building our own um, couples program. But it's just not going to be happening like right away because we have so many other things we're doing. But if you didn't listen to the podcast called Into Me, I See, we had a special guest on there. His name is Howard um, Cotlier. And he has a program that we fully endorse. It is so good. Go check it out. He gave um, our listeners a free gift. And you can access that at CLT. So it's short for Creating Love Together. CLT.IntimacyFitness.com. Boom. Check it out. You will not regret it. Like he is phenomenal, super awesome guy. And his program is really, really good. Yes. So go check that out. Yeah. So, okay, so babe. Yes, ma'am. Last episode, we talked about um, my excuses, what I felt they were, uh -huh. what you felt they were. Um, and if you do that, just as a reminder again, when your spouse tells you what he thinks your excuses are in a safe place. Yeah. Not don't murder a, him. Yeah, don't murder him. Yeah, we don't want to inspire any murderers no. on our show. Because that'd be like accessory or to divorces murder. yeah we don't want any, yeah. any divorces accessory to murder or accessory to divorce like we don't <laughs> want to do that uh, um so be open just be, open. be humble yeah sit down be humble <laughs> <laughs> you're cute um and then yeah so i don't even know where i was going with that anyway so i have jumped on the rachel hollis bandwagon she is phenomenal. If you're a woman and you've not, like, listened to anything of hers, she's been on a ton of podcasts. She's been on different shows. Um, she's been interviewed many times. She has, I think she says, six or eight books. And she just had a new one come out. It's a New York New York Times bestseller, uh -huh. I think is what it's called. Um, and that one's hard to cheat. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Very. Um, anyway, so I am in the middle of reading Girl, Stop Apologizing. Um, it is just so good. And, like, for me, it speaks to me in a way that no other self-help book has ever spoke to me. And I've never even read them. Anytime I've looked at yours, I'm like, uh, boring. Like, no. Yeah. But this is, like, super colorful, super fun. I love it. So check it out. Um, this one is all about goal setting, uh, or overcoming, like, excuses uh-huh. to why you don't do things. Yeah. It's, like, super good. So one of the parts that I was reading was all about dreams. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. Let's talk about dreams. So I, like I said in the I last... I think you have some, like, crazy dreams because I don't know if our listeners know, like, your dreams, but I'm, like, your protector. <laughs> I'm a protector. Explain that. Huh? I mean, I know I'm a protector, but... No, no. I'm a protector. Oh, you're a protector? Yeah, because you have dreams all the time and I have to come rescue you. <gasps> Yes, you're my protector. Wrong kind of dreams. Wrong but kind of dream. Yeah, she she does have dreams, and it's kind of weird because um, because when I do uh, soothe her or touch her or calm her down, it seems like it helps in your dream. Anyways, let's talk about the real. Yeah, dreams. I don't know anything about it, but because um, I'm asleep. But you've said that like I will go from like um, like moaning, not like in pleasure, but <laughs> like, like I'm being, being killed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just by you touching me, putting a leg on me. Saying something, yeah. it totally calms me yeah, down. That's cool. Yeah, it's really Anyways, cool. Let's talk about real dreams. Real dreams. Yes. Um, so I have never been a dreamer in the past, and I've come to realize why. So in my past, I anytime I would get something really cool, really nice, whatever, like it was always taken away from me for one reason or another. And so after that happening so many times. I'm like, I guess I just don't deserve these good things. Yeah. And it affected me a lot deeper than I ever realized until just a couple of weeks ago. And um, I didn't allow myself to dream. Yeah. And so for as long as you and I had known each other, I'm not a dreamer. I've never dreamed. Yeah. And then you come along and you bust that bubble. <laughs> bust the bubble. And I, I went into it. Like, only so far. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's so cool. And we can sit there and dream together, and this is what we want for our future. But I don't know if you realize this. I never did it for myself. What? Okay, explain. We had our our together goals. Uh-huh. But it was never anything. I know The goals that I have wow, okay. include both of us. Okay. But, like, one of my, my dreams, or not goals, my dreams... Um, I want a badass, tricked-out Jeep Rubicon. Uh-huh. Okay. Whole nine yards. I mean, that's obviously something for both of us. But you know what? You have your freaking, your truck. You have yeah. your Ram. And you love it. And it's freaking amazing. Like, it's right. a badass truck. Right. Um, We only have one vehicle right now. Because our car does not function here in North Idaho it's either over sn- half the year. Yeah. Well, even more than that because you got yeah. snow and then you got mud. So the yeah. car is good that was good for like 3 months out of the year. Yeah, summertime basically. is when it's good yeah. for. So we sold it to our oldest son. So we have one car. And I've wanted a Jeep for a while. Um but that's a dream I have like and it's going to become a reality soon. Yeah. 
Like, I want a tricked-out Jeep Rubicon. Yeah. So uh, you touched on one thing that I want to to bring back because I want to bring our listeners hope. Yes. And um, that is, so when you... When you begin hope, right? Hope is like the expectation of something good. Yeah. You know, in the future, not yeah. like right now. And then you get your hope dashed, right? So oh it's a hope gosh. in a relationship, a hope for something. Uh, you know, we recently had our hopes dashed on something personal, but. Um, and it was painful. When this happens like over and over again, what kind of takes place is, is so you're knocked down, right? Yeah. Uh, emotionally. And then you start getting kicked while you're down. Yeah. And then another kick comes and another kick comes, another kick comes. And what these life experiences in opposition cause us to do is to give up hope. Yeah. And that's where I was at. I'd given up hope. Yeah. I really had. And so what even opposite begins to happen is instead of, okay, I'm not going to expect anything good. Mm-hmm. Now all you do is expect everything bad and you're yeah. just looking around the corner waiting for that bad thing to happen like i know what's coming i felt that kick last time i know it's coming yeah and so what sets up these different expectations for our life is the expectation of pain yeah and the pain begins to come over and over just like yeah. you think it's going to i remember a time in my life where it just seemed like one thing after another constantly was going wrong and like life would not give me any breaks. And we're talking several years span. Yeah. A very long time. And I remember thinking once, wow, life's been pretty chill for a couple months now. Oh, how long is it going to last? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And- There's this old um, a wisdom. I don't even know who wrote it, but uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And what that is, is when the hope is constantly pushed away, the reward is constantly, you know, grasping at the wind. It's like the freaking donkey with the carrot. Yeah. Like just going for the carrot, going for the carrot, going for the, there's a time that the donkey's going to be like, you know what? Forget this carrot. I don't even want this carrot anymore. Yeah. Take the carrot and shove it up. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It makes our heart sick. Yeah. Um, from that much, you know, being crushed. So, yeah. Mm. Well, and you know, you mentioned um, that we had something personal happen just recently. Um, and I had had my heart set on this. I was completely bought into this. And I was like, hell yeah, I deserve this. And I believed it with every fiber in my being when it was taken away. I had a moment, like I was devastated. I was crying. I was like, see, I just proved myself right. <laughs> Everything good always is taken away from me. Yeah. And and I mean, it almost brings tears to my eye. I'm like trying to like blink them back a little bit. But it was like, see, I told you so. And after about a day, I'm like, screw that. Yeah. You know, and it took me a couple of days and I was still a little bit sad, you know, because I was disappointed. But I'm able to get over it much faster than I could have in the past. Yeah. Because something else good is going to come. Yeah. I know it's going to. Yeah. Might not be that. Obviously, it's not that. But it's going to be something else, and it's going to be good. Yeah. So, 
Um, okay, so let's go back to my dreams. Okay. So I wrote a couple down. And then after I wrote these down, I wrote down what is holding me back from these dreams. So my dreams. And these are typically, a couple of them is like, one of them is, um, I want to have my dream Jeep. Obviously, I just said that. Yeah. And that's not really a dream that I've... I've told people about, you know, whatever, not a big deal. But I just kind of started listing a few dreams that I have. Um, so they're not necessarily ones that I haven't told people. Um, so I want to have our dream home uh-huh. in the dream location. All that. That's a dream I have. Um, anyways, I, and I don't even know why this one is hard to say, but for quite a while now, and I think I've mentioned it to you a couple times, Along with our businesses, I want to have a product line, mm-hmm. which is crazy for me saying my excuse, I'm not a creative person. Okay. Um, it's kind of crazy that I would say I want to have a product line because I don't feel like I'm that creative person. I can take an idea and I can run with it, but I can't create it on my own. Um, and it goes back to the spot uh, or the part in Rachel Hollis's book that... Um, the excuse is other people have already done it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to create something that other people have already done. Yeah. But. Can you imagine like if Walmart did that? Like Kmart was crushing it. Yeah. Like Kmart. Like, and then they come out with a new idea. Let's put um, a grocery store in there. And what they actually did, and we're not going to go deep into Walmart, but. <laughs> yeah. They, um. They manufactured deals with all of these warehouses that were producing cereal and producing brands and said, hey, take the brand off. Give us a discount. We'll put Walmart on it. Generic brand. Sam's Club. Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where all their stuff comes. So they sold the same products. Dirt cheap because they took the label off. Amazing idea, right? Yeah. But if they would have thought, uh, this has already been done before, like... Just wouldn't happen. Starbucks, exactly. how many freaking coffee shops? Like for real. Well, I think Starbucks was one of the first. Coffee shops? Yeah. No. The biggest chain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there was all there's coffee shops everywhere. Dunkin' Donuts, you know, was famous for their coffee. Oh, see, where I grew up, like they still don't have a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But there was a coffee shop in every town. Yeah. 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 And now they have like five coffee shops in every town. <laughs> or twenty. <laughs> of Starbucks. Yeah. Um, it's already been done before. Let's not do it. Yeah. But that's, you know, I want a product line. I want to have shirts. I want to have mugs. I want to have water bottles. Like, okay. It's that's what I want to do. And it's because I think I've said I want to have products, but I've never told you exactly. And I want it to be inspirational, whether it's for an individual or for a couple. Like, yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And it makes me so excited just thinking about it. And it's not going to happen right away because we have to build our platform in order to get to the place where we can do that. But it's a dream I have. Nice. I like it. Hey, as far as dreams out there, it's like there there was somebody on on Shark Tank that made a um, $500,000 off mailing potatoes. Do you remember that? That was so crazy. Like something just like just a little bit original, a little bit unique. And it was like um, a picture or a saying printed out on a piece of paper with the tack in the potato. Oh, my goodness. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I, I hear stories all the time um, because I am I'm constantly researching. Yeah, all um, the time. Small little programs creating million, two million, three million dollars. Yeah. Like, you just don't know. You never know until you try. Never know. And if you don't try, you'll never know. I can guarantee you I'm going to try. I don't care if it flops. Like, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna find a way to make it work. So. And if it flops and it sucks, well, we're gonna improve it. Refine, and try again. Refine, refine, refine. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. The the first for the impact challenge, the first one we did, the test <laughs> run through in January, which I did not want to do. It anyways. was utter failure. Flop sucked. It was, it was a turd. So bad. Um, and everybody who was involved in it knew it was a turd. Um, yeah. It's amazing now. It is. So, it's a diamond. If it doesn't produce the results, then we'll refine it again. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think going. people just give up on the first flop, right? Like, yeah, because okay. it hurts. It's hard. Yeah, things flop and and things don't work out. It, it's tough. So yeah. So I'm gonna go on to another one of my dreams, but because I didn't want to put you on the spot, I want you to think about a dream that you have or have had that you have not shared. I don't know. I think I'm pretty. You're much pretty good. Them all, but well, think of I'll, one we'll that you can share with everyone. Okay. My next one, which we've, I mean, is not really a secret, and like whatever, but like, I want our business. I want to create it successful. I want to make sure it's successful, not just successful, but massively successful, where we have the life that we only dream of. I want to have employees, which we already have some too, um, but. That's what I want. I want to be able to sit back, have our podcasting business overseen by us, but ran through the employees so we can sit back and work on these programs or whatever we want to do. Why'd you just steal my dream? <laughs> that was my dream. You stole my you little dream stiller. I have saw you been it talking your, to me? I, I saw it in your mind and I like Yeah, yeah that's we're my that dream. connected. Yeah. But yeah. And you know, the funny thing with that one is um it doesn't sound like um, you're reading that next one, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Cheating. Cheater. <laughs> I don't know if I was even going to say that one. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pause on that one, the massively successful, because that will kind of really lead into my fears. Okay. So when we first started this podcast, do you remember Feminine Friday and Man Monday? Yes, I do. So... Are we starting now back up? Utter, utter failure. What? Was, mine was horrible. Oh. Like the episode I did, it turned out really good, but I tried other episodes and I would end up crying because I was so frustrated. and I wasn't good enough. <laughs> you know, uh -huh. stuff like that. But I want to get to a place where I can start my own podcast. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yes. Love it. But that's you a could scary already, dream. You could already do it. You could you yeah. can pull off some great interviews and uh, what and I'm stuff. gonna do to practice uh -huh. um, is I'm gonna start going live on Instagram more. So if you're not following us following us on Insta Instagram, oh I can't talk. It's creating love together, and I'm gonna do one today. Uh -huh. And you're not gonna be in the room with me, and you are gonna be shocked with what I say. I've been planning this for a couple days. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Where's my wife, Rachel Hollis? You better give me my wife right? back. <laughs> um, Anyway, so that's going to be, I think I'm going to use that as a way to give me the confidence to build up to my own podcast. Nice. Yes. 
Okay, so let's go back to the massively, because it's not just successful, our massively successful business. Okay. Okay. So where my fear really comes into play with these, or not fear, what's really holding me back is fear. I'm sure that shocks you, right? (laughs) But it's a fear of failure, not actually achieving these dreams that I have, fear of having them taken away. Um, letting other people down and fear what other people will think of me. So there is someone who is close to me who has told us repeatedly, and I won't say the name of who it is, but we have been told repeatedly by this person, just make enough money to live. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. You don't need to try and go big. And it's like, what the heck? Like, that's a completely fixed mindset. I don't want to just make enough. And this person doesn't even think that we can make money working on our own. In their defense, they've never been around anyone that's an entrepreneur, has their own company. They did have their own company, little small business. Um, but it was never with the intent to grow bigger. Mm-hmm. It was just enough. Yeah. And so I have heard it so much from this person. It's like, I don't even want to tell this person. I want a million-dollar company. I want a $5 million company. I want to have all these employees. Like, I don't even want to tell this person that. Yeah. For fear of what they'll say. Yeah. And I probably won't even tell them for a while. And they don't listen to the podcast, so they won't hear this. (laughs) (laughs) But, it. I mean, that's the truth. Like, I'm just afraid of what people will say. Most people surrounding us... Um, on a personal level, I'm not a business level, obviously, but, um, they just, you know, like your family, Uh none of them are, your uncle does, and he's successful at it, but no one else in your family has their own businesses. No one in my family has their own businesses. Like, it's just not something that we were surrounded with. Right. You know, um... (sighs) Yeah. When we got together, though, because this whole, I'm just like trying to figure out things in my life and my thoughts and where I want to be and all that. When we got together, you had um, done like your stun gun business and then we had our furniture business. But I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I never have. But at the same time, I've never had that desire to leave the house and have a job. I always wanted to stay home. And so now as I look back, I've had it in me. I just didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. So, That's powerful. Yeah, it's just finding who you are and it's okay to change. Yeah, it's okay to change. You know, I always felt envious and I always had a lot of excuses because of people that were born into more of a privileged state than I was. And uh, thinking that most successful people was handed down from their father and this kind of generational thing. Um, That's all bullshit. It is. Like, it does happen. And a lot of people do have silver spoons in their mouth. Um, But if they don't have the wisdom and integrity and stuff to back it up, they, they crash and burn anyways. Yeah. But we have the ability from... 
my scenario of just poor white trash, you know, it's an ongoing joke, but just poor white trash is what yeah. I was, poor white trash. It was. Um, and growing up on welfare and dependent on the system and and really just surrounded by that environment and then coming to where I am now, it's a possibility. It is. It, it might be a dream. And this is what really bothers me, and I might offend some people here when they talk about white male privilege. Um, as far as I know, and from my experience, this uh, white male didn't get any privilege. No. Um, you had everything up, against you that could possibly be yeah, put in front of you. Growing up in the hood, there wasn't many white people around. There was no privileges that I found. Yeah. Um, so it really bugs me when I hear that because it's all situational. It's based upon experience. Yeah. There might be some white males that have a whole lot of privilege. And then there might be some that didn't have any. Yeah. That came from abusive environment that were taken away from their parents that were on welfare that um, had a very, very bad start. Um, so, mm, yeah, destroy that bullshit right now. <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyways. Well, look at singers. And I can't like I'm so bad at names of like of singers and all that, whatever. But how many singers are out there that are just crazy, crazy successful, making millions upon millions of dollars, and they came from nothing? Yeah. They yeah. just did. Football and I, I players. Think people, uh, I think people are attracted to that. Yeah, um, you can relate. Absolutely, because we all look at ourselves and our, our humble beginnings and our humble lives and say, oh, my God, that's me. That's powerful, you know? Even if you didn't have as humble as the beginning as I did, um, you could still relate to it. Um, what we can't relate to is these pampered, prissy, um, silver spoon in your mouth. You just inherited everything from your daddy. You're a trust fund baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I hate yeah. to throw that out there if you are one. I'm not trying to be offensive, but but you have to put in the work. You do. Yeah. To achieve yeah. your dreams. And and anybody whose dreams get that get handed to them, they're just spoiled, entitled people. Um, and when those and people become really happy, when those people become bosses and CEOs, people can't stand them. Oh my goodness! Okay, that's all like, right, that's fine. That's a really good <laughs> point. Out of a gas soapbox, right there. That's okay. That's such a good point, though. That a lot of times, when someone has been entitled their whole life, and you know they have this company that they're running, they're that picture. They're the stereotypical leader who it's like, go do this or else. The boss. Yeah. They're the boss. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you. They're the boss. The boss that nobody likes. The boss that is, you know, everyone talks about behind their backs. Like, that's a boss. But more often, when someone comes from a humble background and they've worked their way up, you yeah. know, they started as the janitor. And then they moved up a little bit and they moved up and they moved up. They're the leader. Yeah. Where they don't mind jumping in and taking out the trash. Yeah. One of the greatest... Um how did we get on this? One of I the have greatest no <laughs> supervisors I have, I've ever had was in construction. He came and rose through the same ranks that I did and came up through the company, and he was running the whole division. Powerful, powerful man because of humble beginnings in the process that yeah. he went to. So powerful. 
power. Yeah. And I actually had another supervisor soon after that had the same position. He was, oh my goodness, he was terrible. Yeah. And um, because he was some super bigwig from freaking, you know, Sicone Valley or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, terrible, terrible leader. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just learning so much from this book about myself and just realizing that like, I don't need to be holding these, ex- letting these excuses hold me back. And I need to take these excuses and stare them in the face and give them the big middle finger. That's <laughs> what I need to do. Yeah. And until I do that, I will never achieve any of these dreams. I just won't. Yeah. And the great thing is, is I have you by my side the whole Aww. time. Thank you, baby. Thank you. <laughs> He's so powerful. This was a really great episode. Thank you. Thank you. I'm yeah. glad we did it again because I was just so pa- like fired up from the last episode. and I could see why. Yeah, this book is like, I don't know, she's doing something to me. Like laying in bed last night, I listened to um, a business thing of hers. I'm actually considering um, signing up for her once a month online business coaching. And yeah. like I didn't just jump on the bandwagon. Like I'm freaking, I'm... Like I dove head first, feet first, whatever it is. I don't know yeah. what I'm trying to so say. So my dream, okay, yeah, similar so to yours. Your let's uh, let's knock out this business for the short term goal. Let's get it. You know, let's pull in. You know, two hundred thousand. Let's get a couple employees, oversee it. Let's focus <clears> on both of our um, things that we have going on: the impact challenge, fine tuning that, creating the the after sale, just this awesome system. And then even beyond that is for people to become coaches themselves. And so I'm no longer, you know, the front man. I'm helping other people um, through their process and not giving them mine. This is the key. This is what I found. Yes. People think that you can uh, be a leader and you could just hand over your processes and your systems. Yeah. Without doing what you did. And so they need to create their own book. They need to create their own program the same way I did it. That's and so do their good. own way and not think they can jump on my bandwagon because the power of this is people fleshing out and what I mean, putting into practice and working out their own systems and their own. This is what makes things powerful, not walking into somebody else's. Well, in I refuse to walk into somebody else's. Well, then, like, if you know. John Doe comes in, goes through your program, wants to become a coach. If he takes your our program on and tries to take it to other people, it will not be successful for him. Because this is like seven plus years worth of your life building this program. It's your experiences. Yeah. It's you. It's me. It's you. Yeah. So they need to take teaching their teaching other people how to create the same systems and processes. But them going through it themselves, that is the key. So that's that's yeah. my big dream for that. Um, beyond that, you know, as far as everything else, you know, the tangible material things, of course, um, you know, living in that dream home on that dream property, I would, yeah. of course, I would, I would love that. So, yeah. Um, and then supporting you and Aww. creating... Whatever you want to create, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's so. I've awesome. never heard of a product line before. This is the first time I've heard of that. But uh, <laughs> I thought I had said it before. No, but I think it's been a while. But I've never yeah. like gone into it with you. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's awesome. Love it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that even though we have our own individual goals, they mesh together because not one of my goals is me individually. I mean, the podcast is, but you would still be there helping mixing it and all that. <clears throat> but um, they all mesh together because our vision for our life, the end destination is together. Yeah. We can have our own path, but we're walking side by side. Yep. Side and we're holding side. hands the whole time. Powerful. So that's the goal. Powerful. Love it. You, oh my gosh, honey, I'm sitting there looking into your eyes and you look so in love. I am in love. I'm admired. There's something about a, um, a powerful person and, you know, I get it from you a lot. Um, yesterday, kind of a, a moment, there's a sense of admiration and just like, I love this man. And so I'm looking at you and I said, oh, I love this woman. <laughs> so if you found joy from this podcast, I'll, I'll let you out of our little, uh, <laughs> Our little uh, session here, but uh, yeah. if you found value, go rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Really appreciate it.